Apologies. Apologies. Welcome back, everybody. It's another review of the book of Boba Fett. Kind of. Um, listen, uh, I guess before we get into any of this, uh, for anybody who's been searching for Boba Fett reviews and, and looking around going, oh, who the hell is this guy? I, I don't know who this person is, but uh, do me a favor and subscribe. Show a little bit of class, will you? And hit the subscribe button and hit the notification button so you get more. And if you're watching, I do the, I do the research and I look and some people are watching and they've seen it and they enjoy it and they're sticking around, but they forgot to hit the subscribe button. So hit that subscribe button, hit the notification, do all that and comment. I comment back to everybody. It took me five days to comment back to everybody in the last Boba Fett. I can only imagine how long it's going to take this time. All right. Somebody got an email. It's probably you. Um, no, it was me. All right. Listen, this is massive. It's a massive episode. And what I will tell you is this. Um, let, let's get right to the bottom of this. And people are going to say it. Boba Fett's not even in his own show. You're right. I don't care. I just don't care. If I'm enjoying watching Star Wars and I'm enjoying where they're going, and even if it's tying in, you can make all the arguments that you want to about how is Boba Fett. He's in three seconds of his show in the last two episodes. Fine. Did I I enjoyed watching it. I only enjoyed watching it because it's member berries. Take the member berries and stick it up your ass. I, I, I like come on. This is this is like Star Wars is member berries. Star Wars is member berries. And and what you're doing as far as like, you know, all the things you thought of in the extended universe when you were watching as a, a reading Timothy's on and all this other stuff and going, Oh, how cool would that be to see a young Luke and all I mean, this was that episode. And even more so tying into other stuff. But let's let's get into it. And and by the way, if you're watching this episode and you're like, oh, you just you're showing the pictures and all you're doing is recapping the episode, go, go, go. I understand. Go watch other reviews because that's what I do. I go through it, I give my commentary, and then I and then I'll go and I'll and I um you know, and I tell my thoughts on a particular scene and other stuff. So hopefully that's what you enjoy. If not, there's tons of other reviews out there. So go check it out. But let's get into this, man, because this was uh this was something right away. Because what we said in the last episode. Or even even leading up to it, right? Was the Pikes got to do something? Because right now, if they're going to get Mando, Boba, and and Fennec against the Pikes, I mean, what what have they done? So we're starting to see that they're they're growing, they're growing, and they're going everywhere. They're going everywhere, and so here they are in this in in the little town that we that we got acquainted with in mandalorian so setting us back up and going back into that shared universe to say look these pikes remember the in in that show that you watched last time well now the pikes are starting to take over everywhere and they're starting to run spice everywhere they can go however our boy shows up Cobb vance right away and that's what this episode is it's right away like look who's showing up look who's showing up look who's showing up but instead of like oh just because you remember that guy it all it all it's it's, it's into the story and it plays into it and he's telling them hey listen man Get out of here. I'll let you live. You know what I mean? And I love like the the old homage to the Westerns and the whole thing. And because it's from the second they set up Cobb Vanth in the last season of Mandalorian, it's this old sheriff in this town. And he just wants to do his town right. Calling it Freetown now and all that. And he's like, look, guys, just get the hell out of here, will you? Oh, yeah. Look at that. Thank you. Apologies. Apologies. That's fine. So... When you get to the Spice Runners and the Pikes, he's just like, look, get the hell out of here. Like, you didn't do anything. I didn't see you do anything. But don't be stupid. And what are they? They're stupid. So he blows them all away. You're the one smart one. Get out of here. And tell your bosses, cut it out because you're all stupid and you have stupid faces. 
And then he said, the, I, I love the line. I love the line of this. He's like, put put the spice down. And he goes, this costs more than your whole town. He's like, all right. So we're going to be doing good. And it shows the kind of character that Cobb Vanth is with one, with one little move. With one little move, he kicks over the spice. And it and it also gives us a, a look at the spice because we're like, all right, well, it's just dirt. Yeah, but that's the drugs of Star Wars, man. We heard about spice mines of Kessel forever and all this stuff. And there we go. We're, we're off and running with the pikes. We're off and running with the pikes. And so just that alone, that scene alone, you're set up and you're going, all right, the pikes are trying to get in business and they are just trying to just infest Tatooine. They are just infesting Tatooine right now. So when it switches over, you're like, okay, so now, now we know Mandalorian is coming in. We know that th they're really going to have to put the pedal in the metal here and try to figure it out. And you're wondering how Cobb Vanth is going to get set up in it. So you automatically think, okay, now we're going to get to Boba Fett. And we're going to see what's going to happen with, with Boba. Well, that's not where they go, even in the slightest. And they throw you off. And here comes Mando again. You're like, okay, we're back with Mando, and he's, and here's this planet. And the second I saw this planet, I'm okay, okay. So Mando, we know that, and the last thing that he said to Fennec is he's got to go see a friend. So right away, when I saw this, I don't know about you guys, I go, oh, well, he's going to see, he's going to see Grogu. So we're going to see Luke. You knew it from the second that he shows up to this. So what planet are they on? I don't know where he is. What are they doing? You can only assume at this point. And I start getting excited because I'm like, all right, now and, and, you know, you put these ideas inside of your head. Is, it gonna, is he going to get trained in the Darksaber? Is he going to, what, what's going to happen as far as him and Grogu? What's the conversation going to be like with Luke? Right away from the second he shows up, because that's what they set up in the last episode as far as how this connection all, all happens. And as he's flying through this, this planet, and I'm going to let Alex Damon tell me what planet it is because I, I don't know. And R2 shows up. And the second R2 shows up, you're going, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I knew this was going to happen, but I feel like this is R2 had more to do in this episode than he did in all three of the new movies. And and it was it was classic R2. It was classic R2 of just, "Hey, how's it going? What are you doing here?" "Oh, you want to see Luke and you want to see the, the little guy?" "Yeah, sure, I'll take you." And that that kind of mischievous R2 that we all love, right? He's just, "Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, come on. Come with me. I'll take you." And they're walking through and this beautiful planet. Luke's, I'll tell you what about Luke. Guy's got good taste in planets. No matter where he goes, even when he's a grouchy old fart, he still goes to a nice planet. He's not stupid. He doesn't go back to Tatooine like everybody else and their mother does. He goes to nice places and he relaxes. He's in the woods. You know, he's taking nice trots in the woods. He's going to the beach. This guy knows how to travel. He's got class. So they're walking together and they're, and they're, and they're zipping along in the woods. And this part I loved, man, I'll be honest with you. I've got to be honest with you. The building of that temple that we saw in the new trilogy that ultimately gets destroyed by Kylo Ren is being built. And I recognized it immediately. And I said, okay, this is what this show, every show than Star Wars, what they have now and what they're able to do is stuff like this. And whether it's able to piece together things of like the cloning and, and eventually leading to the formations of certain Snokes and bringing Palpatine back and like they did in season two of Mandalorian. And now this, right? The, the formation of it, who the first student is, Luke building up his academy and even Ahsoka saying it later on, saying this is going to be a great, a great school uh, and Grogu is going to be the first student. All of that, it just plays in so well that I'm like, all right, this is the, this is the way you link in new trilogy of, of images that you saw that you, when you, now when you see it, because 
right away when I saw this scene, I just think of that scene where Luke is watching it go up in flames. And now that we have a little bit more history behind it and we see the formation of it and we see how much love and passion and what's going into it, it's more devastating when you see it burn down the line. Like when it burned, you're like, okay, yeah, he did. I had a, he had an academy and, and sure meant a lot to him. Well, now we know. Now we see the start of it, and we see what he's putting into it. And so this whole scene, this is the R2 stuff. He just shuts himself down, and he's like, "Come on, wake up, man! What are you doing to me?" He's like, "Nah, I'm gonna take a nap. I've been ex- I'm exhausted. So peace." And I love this. Is that a bench? How long am I gonna be here for? Sits down and then waits. So you, they tease us really good here. They tease us really good. And this is the type of humor that I'm always looking forward to in Star Wars. It's like that Archer just shuts himself down. There's, there's no silly jokes that don't fit in. It's just Archer shuts himself down and the Mando has to sit and wait like he's in a doctor's office. It's like, okay. It would, yeah, you got to wait. It's Luke Skywalker. What'd you do? Did you kill a crate dragon? You, you, want, you want Luke's resume? Sit down and shut up and wait for him. And then we get to it. We get to the meat of it. And here's Grogu. And he's training with Luke. And we just see, like, well, how, how does it look? How, how, does the, how does the deep fake look? How's the deep fake look? Because the last time I told you, you know, it's cool as it was to see him in Mandalorian season two. It was very obvious that it was, the, the, the tech was okay. It was cool, but it was okay. Yeah, well, throw that out the window. Because I felt Mark Hamill was sitting there. What a smart move. For them to get this deep fake guy. Could you notice it sometimes? Sure. But come on, man. I mean, that was just unreal. The stuff I felt like I was watching on Mark Hamill. It made me realize, it made me think, hey, I've been calling for it. Like Sebastian Stan would be a great young Luke Skywalker. And I think still they wanted to do it that way. I don't think they can do it that way anymore, especially after doing this. Um, but I'm I'm now, because I, I used to say to Kalinowski, and I'll probably say this to him in Sith Council tonight. I used to be like, yeah, I don't want to see a full series or mini series with a deep fake or a, a luke why not you got mark hamill's voice now you got you know mark hamill did the voice for this and and you got you got him hey, this is crazy this is next next level stuff anyway this one-eyed frog is flopping around and the one-eyed frog is uh is like hey i'm just enjoying my morning poop and grogu gets hungry he's like all right scumbag i'll tell you what i learned how to you know, I don't have to chase you anymore like I did on those on those other planets. Now I'm just going to eat you a little ass, and I'm going to pick you up. And here you go. Here's my treat. Not paying attention. It's like my. It's like, it's he's got ADD. Rogo has ADD, and Luke's like, "Come on, man! Look at that shot! Look at that shot! That's crazy! What a smart move! This is the thing you give. I have been guilty. I have been guilty of giving Lucas some crap for a lot of decisions that they've made." They made some really crappy ones. But how do you not commend them for going out and going and getting this guy to do this technology? Look at that. That's nuts. That is nuts. And I know we're going to get some people to comment. It's okay. That is great. You're crazy. Comment, and I'll, I'll disagree with you, and we can have a cool conversation about it. But that's nuts how that looks. Like that, That's the kind of stuff that I used to read in the Thrawn, in the in the Timothy Zahn novels, and going, what was Luke up to after Return of the Jedi? I was a little, I mean, it was great to see him in season two, but I was a little disconnected because it was so obvious that it was a face on top of it. I, I, I just fell in love with the magic here on the, on this. This was this was great work, well spent, well spent. And then Luke goes, okay, listen to me. This is what I need you to do. Relax. You want food? You want treats? 
look, look what I can get. get you all the treats you want. They're all flying up in the air, but you're just focusing on one. When I got all these little pricks, I got them all just like that. They're all. This one was sleeping. This one was you uh, taking the dump. This one was on top of that one. But now they're all in the air because that's what I can do. And if you concentrated, you could do it too. So they take a walk, and I love this scene. He's like just pushing him. Come on, you're slow, but let me tell you some stuff. And he's telling him about Yoda, and he's telling him how small Yoda was and, and, and how powerful he was and the heart that he had, and he said the size matters not, and that's how he talked. Yeah, are you going down memory lane? You are, but you're tying everything. And this is a, an argument that Mike Kalinowski made last week when I said it's a shared universe altogether. That's what they're doing with the television series. He's like, it's always about a shared universe. Kalinowski, it's always been a shared universe. The movies are a shared universe. Yeah, but they've never really connected him inside of the way that they're doing it. And what they're doing with the TV show is they're interlocking it all and moving things from Cobb Vanth to Ahsoka to Cad Bane, who we'll get to in a little bit, to Luke, to all of it, and mo moving it into this thing that you're watching now. So it's not just like, oh, that happens to be there. I remember that. It all plays together. And by him mentioning y uh, Yoda, at this point, you're going, okay, there's more he's teaching them and he's learning and that's, they're just, they're working together. And here's the shot again. I just can't get over this, how good this deep fake stuff was. This is the best deep fake stuff I've ever seen as far as television stuff goes. I mean, yeah, on, on YouTube and little clips, but this is like for a full, 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 this is a full character. Luke was a full character. He wasn't in, just in it for Mandalorian for like a quick scene. He's in, the, he's like a character in the show. And then what they've done so wonderfully throughout the, um, all these series is being able to connect like the prequels and uh, as I said before connecting it all putting it all as a shared universe and they do it again I mean this shot and they don't have to rely on Anakin coming in and wiping it out that's not what he saw he saw the clone troopers coming in Grogu and wiping out the Jedi and it, it kind of suppressed the memory and so tying into this thing of what Grogu has and I don't want Grogu, I mean, who knows where they're going to go with him. I don't want Grogu to go down the dark side and because of his attachment and all that. And I'll get to the reveal at the very end of what they're going to wind up doing with him. It's in love, but whatever. Um, but to get to what is making him tick and get to what he's suppressed, like Luke is trying to find out some more stuff. Luke's like, all right, you just got to, we just got to, you got to remember. And I love that line when he's training him later on. He tells Ahsoka, I don't know how much I'm really teaching this guy. I think he's just remembering all the crap that he, that, he, that he already knew. I'm just kind of pulling out. I'm like a psychiatrist. Speaking of psychiatrists, here's, here's, here's Mandalorian just sleeping on, a, sleeping on a bench, taking a nap, chilling out. Might as well. Just take a nap. Take a load off. Relax. And Ahsoka shows up. This is what I'm saying. Luke. Uh, freaking Cobb Vanth. And then Ahsoka shows up. And it answers the age-old question. Everyone's like, well, there's, there are still a couple questions, but the question was, Ahsoka, does she know Luke? Well, we know that she knows Luke. It, it begs, the question should now be asked, well, thanks a lot for, 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 you know, not helping me out when I was trying to fight Vader. I know you were around, obviously. Help, you were helping out everybody else. Why don't you help me out? Scumbag. But who knows why? She maybe she had her own reasons. And maybe they figure that out later on. But either way, she shows up. And I like how, the way that they're playing Ahsoka. She's just, she just kind of like the voice of reason. And she tells him. This is when she tells him about the school. What's going to be. And it ties in all together. 
And then, you know, the connection of why you're back and he's trying to play it off. Like, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just, I got something for the kid. You know, I got something for the kid. He's a, he's a, he's a failing and I got to stick by the rule. She's like, stop bullshitting me. You, you love the guy. And we get it. We know why. He sells a lot of merch. But then he kind of creeps out a little bit and he's watching Grogu train and watching him from the side. And, and, there's, that, and there's that thing you realize, oh, he's not going to see him. And they do... And this is what I like about the fact that they they are they're talking about the attachments and the rules rules of the Jedi and everything. And she's like, "This you got to make a, a choice. You got to make a decision here. What do you want to do?" And she's like, "If you want, I'll 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 deliver the thing." And I like that they didn't. They I like where it ultimately went. Like they, they just she's, he's like, "I got this for him. Can you give it to him, please?" He gives. She's like, I'll, "I'll I'll give it to Luke. We'll see see what happens." And I love that when Grogu senses him, man. And he's just like, come back. It it does, it did make me real. I mean, no, I got a little bums. Like, ah, Luke's not going to train him in the Darksaber. So be it. Um, but I started to think, oh, they, they set this thing up from a mile away in the last episode, right? With um, when they took the, the, the droid portion out of the ship. And that's where Grogu is going to go. So we know Grogu's decision. I think it's unfortunate. I think you stick with Luke. I think you stay with Luke. You, you could have gotten Yoda's lightsaber. Instead, you're going to take the chain mail. And you're going to go, and I get it. It was probably a Disney phone call. Eh, stock's dropped once Grogu's out of the show. We got to bring him back. So they're going to bring him back. I, I didn't. I don't think you need him to, to hang with Mandalorian the whole time. I like the way that they made it work and the decision on how they're, they're going to do it. But it's the attachment, and they're, they're continuing to make the attachment. It looks like if you have the attachment, it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to hurt you in the long run. But um, if, you, if, you, if you don't choose one of the two. But he senses them. And he's teaching him how to jump, and I love that they bring in the the, the probe and 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 this scene. Oh my god, this scene was incredible. This was such, this is going back to Empire Strikes Back, and when Luke's flipping around in the in the swamps of Dagobah, and this time he's flipping around with 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 Grogu, and he's got him on his back. And he's teaching him. He pulls out the saber, and he and he's and this scene. I mean, come on, how do you not? Well, they only rely rely on Luke. Shut up. This is Luke Skywalker swinging the green lightsaber. It's not a full, it's not just going to rely on him every single episode and everything too. It was a fun thing to reconnect it all and let you know where Grogu is. Holy shit, I was losing my mind. And Grogu starts hopping around the joint and he's learning how to do it and he's, then, he's, then he's getting cocky and he just destroys the orb and, and Ahsoka goes, Mandalorian was here. Here's a look at that shot. Are you? Look at that shot. That's nuts. This guy, you pay this guy all of the money, this deep fake guy. You pay him all of the money. Look how good that is. And Ahsoka, say, and, and this whole scene when Ahsoka's telling him, hey, you know, because Luke says, I don't know if his heart's in it. It's like, you know, it's like, it's like your dad. So you, you'll, know, you'll know what to do. Make the choice. Tell him what to, you know, figure it out. But it's... Yeah, it gets back to it. But then we get into it. Right, so this is where, when we start to get now into Tatooine, I, the, the first thing I thought was, okay, people who are going to be complaining about the fact that Boba Fett still is in the show, they're going to be quiet now because now we're going to get Boba because of the, because uh, he, here comes Mando on Tatooine. So they're going to, now the ball is going to be handed over to Boba and everyone's going to be quiet. <laughs> nope. He flies into Tatooine and there's the pig. Trick the pig. And, he, and he's like, look, Fennec told me to come on over. She hired me. For free and then dopey ass apologies apologies he shows up for two seconds didn't bother me the the mods were there didn't bother me 
Boba's Boba shows up. Boba has a cameo in this show. Boba Fett has it. I don't know if you guys know this. Boba Fett showed up for a second. I don't even know if he says anything. But he's sitting around and he's talking about the pikes and they're all going over the ultimate plan on what's going down. And when Mando is sitting there and he's like, yeah, I can figure this out. This was the one part that I did hear those other voices crying out because Mando goes, I can ha- I, I can go and I can figure this out. And he goes and he, and he goes to the old Western town. You could have brought Boba in for this one. Boba could have come with him and Boba could have had the conversation to try to get Cobb Vanth and they both try to convince him and he's maybe wants his armor. He wants the armor back and they have like a back and forth. You could have had Boba in this scene with Mando like, hey, Boba, if you come with me, I think we can try to get this guy on board. And maybe they both fly in. They both fly out. You can't park your ships here. Go out and then. And, you could have put Boba in this scene and and got rid of a lot of the complaints about because everyone that's all the comments are going to be for this. I know it. They're relying on Mando too much. They're relying to rely on Luke. They, they had to rely. On, they're telling a story, and they're and we're watching and we're watching Star Wars. So for you guys, if it really bothers you that Boba's not in it, I get it. I understand. It didn't bother me at all because I I just for me it's it, it, do I care about the story that they're telling? And I care about the story. Is it a chapter in a book? I've read chapters in books before where the main character is not in the in the in the book at all. He's not in the chapters of this book. He barely. I understand your gripe though. If you tuned in to watch Boba Fett, you didn't get him, and you're probably not going to get him into the last episode. You're probably pissed off. Doesn't bother me. But you could have brought him in in this scene. I think. I think that would have probably squashed a lot of a lot of beef. But this guy could have been a problem. He could have been a problem like the Hey Mando guy in the other one. But he wasn't. He fit into this western town. Tells him, he goes, hey, get lost, creep. Go, go, go park somewhere else. And Mando's like, come on, man. No one told you the story how I was the one that killed the crate dragon. What kind of bullshit is this? Should I be able to park on your house if I want to? Cobb Vanth comes out looking slick. Timothy Oliphant just looking good. You had good barbers in that, in that town. I'll tell you that. Good barbers. So they talk about the Naboo Cruiser. And he's like, yeah, it used to be a Naboo Cruiser. It isn't anymore. It's my, it's, it's, it's my ride, yo. And this whole Western scene where Bo- when, when Mando's trying to get them on board and trying to convince them, and the, and the bartender's like, we don't need it. Freetown, we're good. We don't need to get involved in this stuff anymore. We don't need it. He's like, all right, look. And, and Mando's throwing everything at him, trying to tell him to go up against bullies. Trying, he's trying everything. And then he's, he's like, okay, look, I just need a favor. Help me out at the end. And all of it makes sense because they got it. They've got it. We've seen that these guys can fight. We saw what they did against the dragon. He even brings it up. He brings it up. He's like, I, I fought side by side with you guys. Help. Help. And Cobb starts to see it. He starts to realize it at the end. He's like, all right, listen, get everybody because maybe we got to actually figure this thing out. And that's when it goes down. The second I saw this shot, I'm like, yes. Because this was the one that people were in, in the comment section. There's been a lot of talk about whether or not because Dave Filoni directed this. Are we going to get Cad Bane? Will we get Cad Bane finally in the live action series? And, and Filoni's listening. He knows that people want this character, and he showed up. And I, I said, there's no way. I saw people going, oh, they're going to recruit him to fight with Boba. No chance. He's got to be on the opposite side of Boba. And the Pikes need somebody that's going to have some, put some fear in and say, okay, well, who are they going up against? Just the Pikes? Who cares? But now they got this cat. And cat, even, even Vanth is like, something's off something's off and this perfect western squared on the way that they've always painted cad, cad bane as this clint eastwood you know man in black 
he is, and he's just, I mean, wow, did he come to life perfectly with the gnarly teeth and all of it. Cad Bane is here, and you know it. You know that a second, he just, he, 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 when he shot Vanth, I'm like, okay, we shot him in the arm, it did that on purpose, and then he just takes this poor slob to town. Out. Dead. Bane, Bane is, you can't, you don't mess with Cad Bane. And Cad Bane just takes him out and basically says, hey, listen, here's the deal. I just shot the dude from Glow or Blow, whatever that movie was that he was in. What the hell movie was that with Katie Holmes? I don't remember. Nobody does. But it doesn't matter because he's on the floor. But he's not dead. The other guy's dead. Sorry about that. But here's the deal. Don't get involved with our shit anymore. And I won't kill any more uh, any of your actors. How about that? That good? And then we get back to where the pikes are starting to cause some mischief, man. This bummed me out. Flashdance. And boom. Flash, uh, Jennifer Beals, who I love, is gone. They blew it up. Now they're making those movies. Now it's a gangster show. Now it's now it's good fellas. You, I, we told you. We told you. Cut it out. And the pikes are starting to make their move. So all of it, this is why I'm saying like that, yeah, maybe Boba Fett wasn't in this, but everything, you're invested, right? When Jennifer Beals blows up at the end, you're invested because of the stuff they set up from episodes one through four. You're invested in the fact that now the pikes are growing everywhere and just like cockroaches taking over Tatooine. All parts of Tatooine. They're all over the place now. So now we have that portion of it. Now we get Vanth involved because we know the show takes place in Tatooine. Tatooine itself has little pockets. And now we get this pocket of 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 Vant now. You they Bane probably pissed them off and now they're gonna fight. That's what's gonna happen. And there's gonna be a massive war in the last episode. Robert Rodriguez has to deliver though, man. I'll tell you. I liked Robert Rodriguez's episode of um Mandalorian very much. I think his episodes of this show have been the weakest so far. Now, to be fair to him, like I think Bryce Dallas Howard and Dave Filoni had the two best. Um, their their experience. They also got meatier stuff to deal with in the Star Wars lore, which is again earned. But now you have all of that, and you got a finale. And I thought what Bryce Dallas Bryce Dallas Howard and Filoni did very well in both episodes here was even though you know you, again you're leaning on Mando and Luke and all that, but it all felt like the right tone. It all felt throughout tones that have been set up in Clone Wars and, and prequels and and the original trilogy and, and all that, it didn't feel plucked from a different movie. There's a lot of episodes, a lot of things inside of Robert Rodriguez, Robert, Robert Rodriguez's episodes thus far that felt like other movies. So hopefully that's not the case in the finale. But we're not done yet. We get back, and here's the, this is the scene. They get the chain mail. Everybody was right. It's chain mail, but then there is... The lightsaber. And he says, look, here's the deal. Make your choice. I know how much you're attached to this to this guy. And he and same with him. And I'm gonna give you a chance chance. You can take the lightsaber or you can take the 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 the, the clothes. Let me say that again. You can take the lightsaber that Yoda had, or you can take the sweater that Frodo wore. Come on, Grogu, make the right choice. I, we know what he's going to take. He's going to go back, and we're going to have him in season three. Mistake. Stick with Luke. And, and I liked what he said. He was like, you, grow, you don't age very fast, my man. Like, by the time you're, you're like, 10 years, this guy's going to, you know, when you're 10 years older, he's going to be 
you know, you're still going to be a kid, baby. You're gonna get old. He's getting old. 30 years, you're still going to be a kid. 40 years, you're going to still be a kid. He's, he's going to get older. So he might not be around. Filoni directed this one. Filoni definitely, I don't know if he wrote the whole thing. And I, I don't usually put the concept art in here, but there's so much great art. That, I love this shot with Ahsoka and Mando. Um, and Cad Bane, obviously. But this is my favorite one here. Mark Hamill, obviously, part of the uh, part of the cast. And this is a great scene. So now I don't know if Grogu's going to get involved in the next episode or at the very end of the finale. I don't know. But I think it's a pretty much, it's a foregone conclusion that we know at this point he's going to join Luke. I mean, excuse me, Mando. He's going to join Mando. He's going to leave Luke, which is a bummer. And then Luke's going to go out and start training other Jedi and then eventually start training Ben and moving on. But what this also proved was, someone had asked, I think there was rumors that like a young Han Solo was going to pop up eventually, right? If it fits in and it makes sense, Sure, but what I but what I will say is just put Harrison Ford's face on him. Sorry, Alden. At this point, it will work. This guy is a magician. This deep fake guy. That was some. That was some of the best special effects. It was. It made the Rogue One stuff. Uh, anything that you'd seen in the past from anybody trying to do this. This is what everybody's gonna be talking about. I love this episode. I thought it was fantastic. And it's, it's just, like I said, it's extended universe stuff that I always wanted as a kid of where it went next and the placement of all the different characters, Boba Fett, Fennec, Luke, Mando, uh, Ahsoka, Grogu, all of it. It all just kind of came together from the investment. It's almost like I was reading books that then they all kind of paid off. I mean, Vanth from the book and then Cad Bane, and it all played together so well in this episode. So this was a fantastic episode for me. As I said, I know there's going to be comments that say the, the, the stuff that Bobo wasn't in it or that they had to rely on Luke and all that. And you can have it. You can have it. And that's what you felt. I respect it. I don't agree with any of it, but I respect it. Um, it was, it was for me, absolutely what I want from the, from star Wars series in general. They have set up enough of the story and like, don't, don't disband Don't disregard your story that you set up. That's don't I don't want to just start focusing Boba Fett episodes purely on now Grogu and Luke and everything. Give me the conclusion of what you set up with the Wookiee and and all that and the big battle and the Rancor and it all come to a head. I think that the show should at least be an hour next episode. I'm hoping if that's the finale. I loved it, man. I loved it, but I'm so curious. I know the comments are going to come flying in. Do it, please. And as I mentioned before, show a little, will you? Subscribe. Hit that notification button. And let's get into this conversation. I know it's going to probably take me like seven days to get through all these comments, but I'm going to do it. All right, everybody. Apologies. Apologies.